Welcome to None Dare Call It Ordinary, a podcast that digs into the unusual, unorthodox, and downright unsettling beliefs found at the depths of the internet and the heights of paranoia. I'm your host, Dylan, and with me is the verdant Brent. Ooh, what, wait, what did you say? I said verdant. You're oh, they said just vermin. filled with like, growth. Oh. You're just growing and you're vibrant. <laughs> you know, it's uh, springtime and you're just full of, of pollen and bees and all the other things that are going to be killed by the topic of today's episode. Oh, yeah. And before we get into that, we want to let everyone know that we once again have a normal-ish website. So now we don't have to introduce all the stuff and have all these weird URLs. If you go to nondarecallitordinary.com, you'll find links to our Patreon page, our merch store, and our Discord server. It's a one-stop shop. We're in the process of kind of revamping the whole thing. But for now, nondarecallitordinary.com, you can find all of those things right there. So what is it we're talking about today then, Dylan? Well, speaking of bees and trees and birds and animals all those things are going to be killed by 5g wireless internet it is we already lived through the 4g but now (laughs) the 5g is coming and we should say we talked a little bit about 5g being related to the coronavirus in our covidiots series we're not going to be talking about that because you know we talked about that enough Y'all don't need to hear about coronavirus every single second of your day. We're going to give you a break. Talk about all the other lovely ideas and all the other lovely things that 5G wireless internet is accused of doing. And right up top, I really want to highlight one of the main sources we used, which was this Daily Beast article by Will Summer called 5G conspiracy theorists say faster cell phones will cook them alive. (laughs) A lot of the... A lot of the initial threads that I was able to, you know, go down, a lot of the initial rabbit holes I found in that article. So I kind of wanted to highlight that up top uh, before we get into everything. And before we get into all the truths, let's start by asking what 5G is in the first place. So, you know, right now it's a buzzword. You might not be familiar. Like, what exactly does that even mean? Chris Hoffman from How To Geek explains that 5G stands for fifth generation. It is simply a new standard for cellular networks that is faster than previous generations, much like how 4G networks are faster than 3G networks and so on. There's a lot of technical details, but we're not that smart, so you'll have to go elsewhere to learn about that portion of this story. But there must be more to it. After all, people all across the globe are up in arms about this innocuous sounding technology. You know, Dylan, I'm I'm personally more concerned about the upcoming 6G actually. Mm. I'm a little bit ahead of the game. Mm, yeah. I'm specifically actually concerned about the third edition of that, which would be 666G, Ooh. I think. Um, you know, 6G I'm is just, actually going to come oof. up a little bit. Ooh, all right. In this episode, so it's already starting, my friend. They're already <laughs> itching to get First up to First edition 6G. of the 6G. Fuck. All right. One of these groups is Families for Safe Technology, and their motto is Seeking alternative to 5G smart meter microwave EMF for Eugene, Oregon. Sadly, though, even though they're looking for alternatives to these types of networks, this doesn't seem to include advocating for the telegraph to make a comeback. That's really what I was hoping for. We should just be safe and go back to the Pony Express, I think. Yeah, Pony Express or at least like some kind of bicycle delivery system. Because I don't know if horses exude their own EMF. 
Ooh, that's a good point. This group used to be called Families for Safe Meters, as suggested by their URL and the repeated reference to themselves as FFSM in the body of the front page. You know, honestly, I'm just glad they changed their name. I believe they were founded as Brothers Defend Safe Meters, which is BDSM. I think. Oh, yeah. But then they changed it. So, yeah, I yeah. think that's a not good branding there. Their main strategy is to go to city council meetings and protest proposed 5G cell towers being built. After all, as they say, Better active today than EMF radiated tomorrow. Don't be zapped. One reason they suggest for their activism has to do with the sensitivity of the human brain to electromagnetic fields or EMF, or as Families for Sake Technology calls them, EMF fields or electromagnetic field fields. Um, and if you're going to condemn an acronym, I think you should probably know what it stands for. I, I that's know. my principle and I'm going to stick to it. Yeah, that's, that's smart. I mean, but I, I just think maybe they're doubly concerned about the field part of the EMFs. Yeah. The, that, you know, you, you, you could be right. Maybe that's, concern. that's the dangerous part is the field. They should really, you know, football field, you know, field of vision. Mm-hmm. They should be really tackling all the f- dangerous kinds of fields out there. Exactly. Specifically, they tell us that the brain is sensitive to EMFs over one milliwatt per meter squared. To back this up, they cite a blog post discussing an article in Nature Neuroscience about the role electrical fields play in neuronal signaling. Mm. The only problem is that the word milliwatt appears nowhere in the article, so maybe not the best source. (laughs) Uh, Just uh, again, want to remind you that Control F is your friend if you want to see if a cited link actually has anything to do with the claims being made. And that's now that's a F I can get behind. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But FFST knows that words alone won't win the battle against EMF fields, clear EMF fields. They also include two posters from emfsafetynetwork.org. And let's just say there is a lot of symbolism going on in these two <laughs> posters. The first says at the top, wireless radiation sickness, a global health Time bomb. Oh, my God. There are two ravens in front of a zebra for some reason. The first says, and here's, you know, a reference to what you said, 5G, 6G, 7G, 8G, 9G. And the second says simply insane. Oh, man. That must be 10G. And that zebra. Oh, (laughs) they couldn't even. even. They couldn't even conceive 10G. (laughs) And so they just didn't even put it on the poster. And that zebra that I mentioned, it actually appears to be some kind of wear zebra because it has two human hands. One is grasping an hourglass and the other a cartoon looking bomb that looks just like the planet Earth. Okay, I don't know. To me, it just basically sounds like this. This poster is plagiarizing directly from the book of Revelation. Come on. Yeah, I I think it is. They're definitely they're cribbing. They're cribbing (laughs) from that. Uh, Maybe it's fair use. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to be their lawyer. There's also this weird rabbit creature with what appears to be bizarrely long legs that holds two signs. One says, stop 5G ecocide. The other says, hardwire protect your children and life. You know, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think someone may have been on DMT when they made this poster. Yeah, I think uh, also a little LSD. Definitely someone with steady nerves. Yes. Made this. And lastly, the last little detail to mention is that there's a monkey holding a sign that says not smart. So, (laughs) yeah, the second poster says unconstitutional, biologically dangerous 5G blanket radiation, 24 seven exposure. 
no place to hide. Wireless radiation damages DNA. Nature is at risk. The central image is a bee with a human head cradling a human baby. God damn. So this is what it's probably like to get stung by a murder hornet, I'm assuming. Yeah, I I think so. Absolutely. I mean, because the murder hornets, they decapitate the bees and then they put the human head on the bee body. It's really disturbing. And the center of the bee's body is a double helix. So it's got that bit of a added uh, benefit to it. The bottom of this poster features people on their smartphones burning alive in front of a honeycomb. (laughs) At the very bottom, it says the largest biological experiment ever. (laughs) The middle of the poster is dominated by this warning. 5G is mandatory irradiation of the public without prior study and assurance of safety. Wireless RF is a class 2B carcinogen according to the World Health Organization. The public has not been consulted for 24-7-365 exposure to 5G from small cell tower antenna on neighborhood light and telephone poles. Worldwide, doctors demand a moratorium on 5G warning of health effects. Well, I know all that's true, but we could definitely write off the WHO because they're nothing more than tentacle communist China now. So, yeah, see, this is uh, this is part of the problem is, you know, if you throw in with the World Health Organization and then they say, hey, maybe this is a lie. Yep. You know, it's kind of you got to flip flop and you don't want to flip flop when you're a conspiracy theorist. I mean, that's (laughs) supposed to be one of your main strengths is that you can avoid flip flopping. One of FFST's most prominent members is retiree Victor Odlevac. He was so incensed by all this 5G stuff that he ran for the Eugene Water and Electric Board Commissioner at large seat. Unfortunately, he only got 11% of the vote, which FFST helpfully tells us was not enough. Apparently, you need more than 11%. One problem that Odlevac notes is that 5G causes heart attacks, but he isn't just concerned with health because he also says this. I don't understand it except for as a way for the military-industrial complex to take all our money. <laughs> because as we all know, there is plenty of money in heart attacks. Oh, yeah. Just ask the heart attack grill here in Las Vegas. Oh, They're yeah. They, all they kinds are of money. raking it in. Not right now. In order to get accurate readings of all the EMF field pollution surrounding Eugene, Odlovac and other FFST members use a $168 device called the Tri-Field Meter. Somer cites the price as $150, and that was only a year ago, so you better get yours ASAP. You know, you want to oh, you want to avoid inflation as much as you possibly can. <laughs> but, you know, I say that, but it actually might be hard since, like everything else, Trifield is having shipping delays due to the COVID-19 uh. outbreak. Since, along with causing cancer, heart attacks, and making the military-industrial complex rich, EMF pollution, it also causes coronavirus. So, oh, of course there it does. it's... It is a seller's market for the Trifield meters, unfortunately, so it might take a little bit of time before you can get yours. Trifield offers a number of applications for their device besides lurking around town chasing new 5G towers. For example, you can detect RF radiation from smart meters, Wi-Fi routers, and Bluetooth. You can also find, and this is the exact order and way this is expressed, laptop refrigerator, circuit breaker box, etc. appliance EMF emission. So that's really the order of importance for the kind of EMF emissions you'll find from your appliances. 
And so, you know, this is all kind of standard stuff. But two things I didn't think about before I looked at the Trifield meter page is microwave oven leak mm. and EMF from plumbing pipes used as grounding. What? So these are all very interesting ways okay. that EMF can get into your body. Damn. But enough about those West Coast snobs, you know, what they're doing in Oregon. <laughs> what about the snobs on the East Coast? Yeah. There's snobs all across this great country of ours. The anti-5G crowd is represented by protesters from the hamlet of Woodbury, Long Island, enraged that their town council had the nerve to approve building 5G towers right near their homes. One resident, a Dr. David Berg, it's unclear what he's a doctor in, even put a price to his ignition, saying this, You couldn't give me $10 million for this, okay? <laughs> there are potential health risks to these. $10 million. It's very specific. 11's fine, maybe. Yeah, 11, maybe 11. <laughs> maybe that's the breaking point for negotiations. And you might think the potential health risks would be enough to be outraged, but Dr. Berg also wants to mention two perhaps less important factors. They are aesthetically not pleasing. There's also the devaluation of our home. <laughs> Well, he's a doctor who specializes in real estate. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. He's got a PhD in real estate. I also just love, these things are going to murder my family, and they're ugly. I, I just love that as a, you know, back to back. I would start off with maybe the ugly part and then be like, oh, and it's going to murder your family. Another resident, Vicki Kramer, beseeches us to remember what our priorities ought to be, saying this. I don't think the health of my children is as important as my cell phone service. Uh, I don't know. Maybe not your cell phone service, but your cell phone itself. I mean, come on. That's a different story. The iPhone 11 camera is pretty sick. Yeah. I mean, come I, on. Yeah. I, you know, I think you're right about that. <laughs> Might be worth it. I even think maybe the cell phone service. I mean, I know uh, if I can't watch YouTube 24 seven on my iPhone 11 with the sick camera, <laughs> I mean, I don't, what's the point of having kids now this this protest was covered by a local CBS affiliate and the video of that can be found on YouTube. It's also going to be up on our website. Mm. And because it's on YouTube, you'll also find some very helpful YouTube comments oh, yeah. to add incisive commentary to the broadcast. Here's one. Here's just one beautiful comment. If town council does this kind of thing, who do they represent? If council knows there are big health hazards with this type microwave system, that it's not to be voted on by the public, but instead to be banned from being deployed in populated living zones wherever there are people. Jesus, it's a military weapon system. It's time to take all that power away from psychopathic telecommunication industry. Our health does matter. I just think this person needs to switch from Verizon to T-Mobile. Yeah, that That's might, maybe that the might problem. help with all these problems. <laughs> That should be the advertisement. You know, I originally thought that the telecom companies were collaborating and, you know, conspiring to kill me and my family with deadly mm -hmm. EMF radiation. Then I got T-Mobile and hey, I was able to watch YouTube whenever I needed to. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, definitely a change my mind. All right. Here's here's another one. Finally, the fake news networks are reporting something truthfully. 5G technology is part of the Agenda 21 large scale death plan to reduce the population. These towers are very, very dangerous. I know a former head of the FCC for California. He knows about the dangers of this and other technologies as well as GMOs, fluoride, and chemtrails geoengineering. This is part of a very evil plan 
it must be stopped. I don't know. You think the former head of FCC in California is concerned about chemtrails and fluoride? I'm, I'm going to guess no. I'm gonna yeah, say I not. think my my thought on that was that it's kind of like in the Neil Breen classic pass through. Oh, yeah. When Neil Breen infiltrates a kind of rich person's party and it's just them openly bragging about how they're screwing the <laughs> yes. public. And so I imagine this guy went to a party and it was the head of the FCC. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, we put fluoride into the water and now everyone can't think. Ah, 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 ah. That's kind of what I'm imagining. I remember that scene. It's a good scene. And lastly, uh, let's just, you know, let's get some racism in here. The last <laughs> comment we want to show you is. In other words, put them in the black neighborhoods where they belong. Wow. All right. Doesn't that warm your heart <laughs> in this time? where we just need to really be there for each other. It's yeah. so good to see that kind of messaging out there. In nearby Huntington, the Citizens for 5G Awareness are fighting the good fight to keep 5G out of Long Island, and they provide a handy FAQ to answer any questions you might have on the matter. One image on the page shows a cell tower next to a home, but it's the labels that are really doing the work. The first says, this is a 5G transmitter. It emits wireless radiation 24-7. And then the label on the home simply reads, This is the home of a three-year-old child. Terrifying. Another image shows an MRI of a brain tumor and says, With 5G, you can download movies and get cancer faster than ever before. One thing that the citizens for 5G awareness are quick to clarify is that the transmitters they're talking about are not yet part of a 5G network. Okay. They're only blasting out 4G frequencies right now. But even 3G and 2G frequencies are linked to the following. Cancer, immune dysfunction, infertility, altered brain development, sleep and memory disturbances, and many other adverse health effects. Now that's what 3G and 2G frequencies are linked to. Would have really loved it if the Citizens for 5G Awareness linked this claim to any sources, but of course that didn't happen. So wait a minute. So is 1G safe then? I mean, I'd probably safe just to go 0G if you're going to do that. Yeah, I think nothing. 0G is the Pony Express and right. 1G is the Telegraph. So I yes. think those are fine. I okay. think those are fine. One confusion the FAQ addresses is the 5G you might see on your router, your normal Wi-Fi router in your own home. <sighs> They explain that this stands for five gigahertz rather than fifth generation. So it's a different thing. That's nice. But they do suspect that plastering 5G over our routers is just a way to get us used to the phrase and thus used to 5G radiation blasting away <laughs> our brains from space. <laughs> It's kind of nice of them in a way, you know, just get them used, get us used to it. Yeah, they just like, want okay. the powers that be just want that. us to, to get us used to the idea <laughs> of hearing 5G all the time. <laughs> and then eventually there's just their satellites are just going to beam directly into our brains yeah. and it's going to be terrible. You know, now, so we've got, we've covered the West Coast, we've covered the East Coast. Now let's go to our friends in the Southern Hemisphere because another source of anti 5G protests is Blue Mountains, New South Wales, in Australia. The group responsible is called, unsurprisingly, No 5G in Blue Mountains. And they have some local government support in the form of Blue Mountains Councillor Carrie Brown, who said this in response to the protests. I'm not a scientist, 
But I don't want to be a guinea pig. Even tobacco and asbestos were once deemed wonder products. Oh, all right. Back to work. Okay, so I have not to go on like a little asbestos tangent here. Oh, God. But I, but I need to. Um, when I was doing training in California for my job where I, you know, analyze samples that have asbestos in it, there was this glass case at the lab I was at that had all these products that once had asbestos, you know, like the snow they used, the fake snow in the 60s and like the movies. I was just pretty much just pure chrysotil asbestos. And anyway, one of them was Kent Cigarettes, uh, which is a, a cigarette company that actually had a filter made with chrysotilite asbestos fibers in it, which are they thought were really cool because they're like these little blue fibers, which are literally the most dangerous asbestos you could possibly inhale. Um, so, yeah, so you get a that's a twofer there with the cancer. So that's a, it's a nice little uh, nice little thing that was happening there in the 60s. What does no 5G and Blue Mountain suggest the effects of 5G will be? And I say suggest because this list is labeled as suggested health effects. <laughs> so it makes it sound like this is what 5G ought to be doing. <laughs> this is what we suggest for 5G causes. And the list they offer is the following. DNA single and double strand breaks, which leads to cancer. Oxidative damage, which leads to tissue deterioration and premature aging. Disruption of cell metabolism. Increased blood-brain barrier permeability. Melatonin reduction, leading to insomnia and increasing cancer risks, disruption of brain glucose metabolism, generation of stress proteins, leading to myriad diseases. Those are really nice health effect suggestions. I think I'll take disruption of cell metabolism if I'm going to pick. Yeah, uh, um, definitely. Just for myself. That sounds pretty good. I'm going to go with disruption of brain glucose metabolism. Okay. When nice I eat pick. a brownie, I want that sugar to stay in my brain as long as possible. So I'm hoping that... <laughs> That's what that means. 5G also screws with birds and bees' navigation control and immune systems. Oh it might even be connected to bee colony collapse. It even, oh this is, so here's the most amazing thing. It's reported that 5G radiation killed a bunch of birds in Netherlands, but that happened several months before 5G was implemented. So it managed to kill birds before it was even implemented in the first place, which is truly amazing. Holy shit. So 5G causes time travel. That is yeah. another retro causal murder. That's Ugh. what we're thinking. That's what we're confronting. Ugh. No 5G in Blue Mountains sums up all of this damage and deterioration in one simple sentence. 5G is likely to alter our electromagnetic environment beyond our ability to adapt. Oh, Jesus. So chew on fucking that. <laughs> okay, so we've been focusing, you know, these are all advocacy groups that we've been talking about, and they might not always provide the most balanced portrait of an issue. You know, they're, they're biased on this. They're all anti-5G. So what we really want to do is we need to turn to objective, accurate, and authoritative news mm -hmm. sources if we want to learn the real truth. So let's start. With InfoWars, <laughs> they suggest in one article that 5G is a ridiculous front for global control. And another InfoWars article says that DARPA admits 5G designed to slowly kill population. It's nice of them. Sadly, though, that linked to a video which I can no longer see. So, you know, oh, well. I couldn't verify that claim. <laughs> and if InfoWars isn't serious enough for you, let's see what RT has to say on the matter. This was a conversation had on RT on 5G. 
Is there a catch? Sanchez asks RT reporter Michelle Greenstein in the clip. There is. Just a small one. It might kill you. Oh my God. Okay, so despite all of this hard-hitting logic and facts and evidence that we've been just shoving down your hole, you just know a bunch of ivory tower nerds are going to rain on this whole parade with their, oh, yeah. oh expertise and whatever. Oh, and one example is Emeritus Professor Simon Chapman from the University of Sydney. When it comes to claims about causing brain cancer, he has this to say about that. The blindingly obvious core problem with mobile phone alarmists' central claim is that there has been no increase in brain cancer incidents in Australia since mandatory cancer registry records began being kept in 1982. Similar results have been reported for England, the USA, the Nordic countries, and New Zealand. The most elementary test of the hypothesis that mobile phone and other electronic appliances like Wi-Fi may give you brain cancer has repeatedly fallen at the first and most obvious hurdle. If they cause brain cancer, where are all the bodies? Uh, in the Yonaguni Monument? I don't, sorry, Ooh, was that a rhetorical yeah, question? I think they I might, just, that might be where they all are. That might be, that's I'm where I would hide guessing. them. Guessing, spitball. Professor uh, Chapman continues. Ever since the 19th century, we have seen pockets of anxiety about health from train travel, ordinary phones, radio, television, computer screens, electric blankets, power lines, Wi-Fi, smart meters, and wind turbines. Meanwhile, life expectancy is longer than it has ever been in history. The American Cancer Society also has weighed in, uh, saying 5G isn't connected to increasing cancer risk. And what about that World Health Organization? You know, they're often cited as saying that EMF radiation and thus 5G is cause for concern, as we already mentioned on this episode. Again, at least when it comes to the EMF associated with cell phone towers and 5G in particular, this again just ain't so. They're not saying that it causes cancer or any other health effects. The greatest irony about all of this stuff, if you think that EMF radiation is killing us all and a genuine health problem, you should welcome 5G because it will reduce EMF, as explained by the CTIA. You're not wasting power sending it somewhere else where it isn't being used. Okay. And so that's, you know, whatever. But, you know, what we really need, the, the real source of truth on any issue is the documentary. Yes. And Brent has an incredible documentary to discuss on that. That's right. The name of this documentary is called 5G Apocalypse, The Extinction Event. Ooh. So, you know, it's going to be fair about spooky. It's a full-length documentary by Sasha Stone put out by New Earth Project or media, whatever. Anyway, it's on YouTube and it's got like 770,000 views, unfortunately, and 13,000 likes Ooh. and only 787 dislikes. Oh, man. So let's change it. We're yeah. going to put a link up on the website. Let's, let's change, change it. <laughs> let's get that up to 16,000 likes. According to the video description, we are to use this video to, quote, target our local bureaucrats, technocrats, health practitioners, local and federal government agencies, and more than anything else, our family and friends. We are drawing the line here, and we are doing so with the full fire of consciousness. Arise, homo sapiens. <laughs> so, I feel like I know where <laughs> I to find... I haven't into the documentary yet. Yeah, I, I, know where, I know where my local like bureaucrats and doctors are, but I don't know 
who my local technocrat is. I'm going to have to Google mm-hmm. that, unfortunately. Yeah. I don't know who my local technocrat is. So this video begins with flashy images and the narrator talking about the dangers of this 5G technology. She says, quote, this technology cooked your eyes like eggs in World War II. Ooh. So um, the real question I have, of course, is if anyone has uh, listened to our Hell's Bells, the dangers of rock and roll bonus episode there is there some sort of like a link between 5g technology and rock and roll since we learned that rock and roll does cook eggs yep. if you're standing next to speakers loud enough so yep. i would like to know that let's get some experiments going now one thing i would like to understand is what 5g technology was available during world war ii that's a good point that is a good point and there is no answers to that okay it, or maybe they're saying that there's some special way they cooked eggs in world war ii like there's world war ii style eggs oh and yeah, so five like boiled or world war ii yeah, yeah i don't know the uh, world war ii style <laughs> i imagine because you for your eggs world war ii yeah i don't know i mean because i know that we in that the hell's bells bonus episode we talked about how different types of music cook eggs in different yes. ways so maybe this is like yes how does big band jazz cook eggs i think i feel that should be the world war ii style egg mm-hmm. um, and so we'll have mm-hmm. to do some experiments yep. uh to blast some uh you know glenn miller at a bunch <laughs> of uh, egg cartons so the hour and a half long documentary doesn't even get three minutes into it until we get introduced to david ike oh. who is introducing mark Steele. he's just in it for a second talking about mark Steele who is a, quote, weapons systems head of display expert. <laughs> Whatever that is. I don't, that's literally what, of what is that? Display expert. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wow. Steele that lays out the most important part of his speech, quote, what I'm going to say to you today is do not believe a single word I said, not one. I want you to do your own research. Uh, so just right out of our own podcast. Oh my God. None dare call it ordinary bingo. If you're playing it out there, uh, definitely you just got a big score. So Mark Steele shoves what is apparently a 5G transmission device in our faces and creepy music starts playing over this very unfocused you know, view of microchips and whatnots. There's also some weird blue smoke graphic thing that's added as an effect, which actually just makes everything really hard to see. Can't tell what's happening. This is a Neil Brain technique, by the way, basically the uh, the puff of smoke. Steele says, quote, this is a dystopian world. We better send some of these educated fools back to school or send them to prison. Okay, guys, that's 5G hardware. (laughs) Back to school or prison. I feel... Uh, yeah, I feel those aren't like equal choices. Nope. I feel you should have a good reason to go to one or the other. Thomas Joseph Brown, director of sciences, new earth university fellow mm. makes an appearance. We all know him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. And by the way, I Google search new earth university to see maybe if we need to revisit maybe our clown college series for future episodes. And the first advertisement that popped up was none other than the solution overcoming disease by our old MMS bleach cure friend, Jim Humble. <laughs> so in other words, a totally legitimate university. Yeah, that's what I knew. I was like, oh, this has got to be legit. Wow. Now that we know Mr. Brown is legitimate, we can trust him when he says, quote, we're now at a stage where we are putting in what is called 5G, which is a special type of broadcast for high density information transfers. So right at this part of the video, the music goes from tranquil to instantly intense like yeah it says turns out this is the same frequency bands that are used in crowd dispersal weaponry whoa yeah 
So then we get a shot of Mark Steele being interviewed. Behind him is a mirror where we get our first glimpse of the documentary filmmaker Sasha Stone. Ooh. It's the Errol Morris of forgettable conspiracy documentary <laughs> films. But he's, so, and so he kind we of see- looks like Tommy was so a little bit. Oh. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> And so we see them, a little bit of that vibe going on. We it's see like, him through a mirror. Yes, we see him through a mirror. Uh, interesting. Yes, we see him through the mirror. So you see the um, you see steel, and then behind him is a mirror, and then you see there you see the um, the documentary filmmaker right there. So wow. he asks a lot of questions. He's actually really vocal in this. It's like okay, why don't you let the other guy talk? So he's the Michael Moore of five G. Yes, yes, he's the micro, Michael Moore of forgettable conspiracy documentary films. Mr. Steele tells a story about multiple neighbors knocking on his door, telling stories of children bleeding from the nose due to a 5G tower installed near their homes. He says there was one neighbor in particular that told him that since the installation of the LED streetlight 5G tower installation, she was bleeding from her nose every single night. Damn. Yeah. Oddly enough, Steele never experienced a nosebleed, which is odd because he lived next to the neighbors he had here, but whatever. Yeah, so I mean, okay. I would normally agree with you here, but I think that Steele has just strengthened his nose with just years of cocaine abuse, and so oh, he doesn't have point. to worry about this at all. The 5G can do nothing <laughs> to his nose <laughs> at iron all. nose. It's yeah. No, a steel nose. <laughs> oh, yeah. What am I talking about? I also, right this my is, I, my feeling is that this whole thing was like some kid was doing something he shouldn't have done, got a nosebleed, <laughs> needed an easy way out, right. and blamed it on the 5G towers. Exactly. And this is how this whole goddamn chicanery started. Yep. The enthralling story, though, didn't it didn't end there. Steele was skeptical and thought, quote, it was unbelievable, but then spoke to yet another neighbor who lived close to that other nosebleeder. And she said that she, too, had started having nosebleeds. So... <sighs> Yeah, a lot of nosebleeds. Steele said, this is enough. Too many bloody noses. So Steele goes out to investigate these 5G towers. He measured microwave radiation levels on the top of these towers and states that the Council of Europe regulation is at a minimum 600 minivolts per tower, but he measured in these particular 5G towers over 3,000 minivolts. Wow. Mark Steele jumps in, quote, that's five to six times higher than the guidelines. Thank you, Michael Moore. This documentary then shifts to clips of people testifying in front of Congress about Senate Bill 637. We are introduced to Dr. Sharon Goldberg, an internal medicine physician, Dr. Paul Herox, an expert in epidemiology, biostatistics, and occupational health from McGill University, Daphna Talkover, founder of We Are the Evidence, Dr. Angie Kolbeck, a pediatrician and senator from Michigan, and also Andy Kolbeck's husband, Patrick Kolbeck. So you got a pair there, who is also in his words, quote, a certified Microsoft small business expert. Oh, so, he got some okay. certs and he thinks he's, he's big <laughs> shit because this, his wife's a doctor. Yeah. And so he's got to like hold on to something. Right. Exactly. Also, I love we are the evidence. I love we are the evidence <laughs> as the name of a, of a group. group itself. A group itself is the Look evidence. at our nosebleeds. Yeah. So they're testifying of the dangers of wireless radiation. Side effects may include cancer, oxidative damage, DNA damage. We kind of went over these. DNA failure, short and long-term memory loss, anxiety, brain fog, headaches, nosebleeds, cognitive problems, exhaustion, cardiomyopathy, diseased, diseased. Well, just everything diseased. Yeah. Decreased attention spans. (laughs) And diseased attention spans. Diseased attention span. 
lower reaction times, even involuntary contractions of muscles, which causes misalignments of spines and jaws. I gotta say, I feel the nosebleed is taking up too much space here. Nosebleeds are not that big of a deal. I don't, no. I feel once you are, once you're at DNA failure, which I feel mm -hmm. is a very scary sounding condition that we can kind of ignore the nosebleed. That's kind of a, yeah. you know, that's a downstream. <laughs> you're breaking problem. down at a cellular level. I think it's probably okay yeah. to, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel that should be addressed first. And then I feel the nosebleeds <laughs> will kind of take care of themselves after that. Right. Like, yeah, you're probably comforted by a nosebleed. Oh, thank God. It's not as bad as the, the utter degradation of my body. Yeah, some of my DNA must be working if I still have blood. Okay. Oh, also breast cancer is mentioned while we get a clip of a woman with a cell phone tucked in her bra. Classic. Oh, classic. classy. Classy. Oh, one last important note for all the alpha males out there listening. Daphna Talkover says, quote, there are dozens and dozens of studies that show beyond any doubt what this radiation is doing to our sperm. She says our sperm, which is weird. Now, <laughs> if you take the cell phone out of your pocket, <laughs> the sperm will <laughs> recuperate after three or four months. What would not recuperate would be the damage to the DNA of the sperm which is irreparable. So, okay. So your sperm gets all fucked up, right? But can't yeah. you just get rid of the sperm, you know, to right. put it in clean terms <laughs> yeah. and make new sperm? I mean, like I, I, I'm not a scientist. Yeah. I don't know. I even think you'd be able to, that would be my diagnosis. Yeah. That would be my <laughs> prescription. Look, just do some sperm recycling. Wink, wink. So she says to look at John McCain's scar on the side of his head, which I do daily. Quote, this is a cell phone brain tumor. She goes on, quote, LeBron James, one of our sports people, had a salivary gland tumor. <laughs> that is another cell phone tumor. One of our sports people. I mean, look, all right. You know, I don't I don't mean to brag about this, but I am quite ignorant of sports. I know LeBron James <laughs> plays basketball, right? I, that, whoa, whoa, I have whoa. that minimal piece of knowledge. <laughs> One of our sports people. So the reason we didn't hear about it was because immediately after this, James was paid by Samsung to become their spokesman. So, yeah. One of those sports people. They always get the sports. <laughs> I love one. I imagine now, you know, you're the expert on sports. I imagine LeBron James doing pretty well. Yeah. Financially <laughs> yeah. is going to be my suspicion. Oh, yeah. And so he got cell phone cancer. And the company's like, look, let's throw you a couple bucks and you become our spokesman. And he's like, deal. <laughs> deal. <laughs> I, I'm just kind of, I don't know. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So here's a fun quote from the documentary. Putting in tens of millions of 5G antennae without a single biological test of safety has to be about the stupidest idea anyone has had in the history of the world. Ooh. I, you know. I would submit voting for a reality show star to be leader of the free world could be worse, but mm. I'm just saying. Also, the uh, COVID-19 lockdown. Yeah, that's that it. was the biggest that mistake in the right history of humanity. Oh, my God. Yeah, uh, this is the stupidest idea. So you know, definitely <laughs> kind of a uh, you know tied tied in first place. Both of these. So following this, there's a clip of the classic Eisenhower speech warning about the military industrial complex that every fucking conspiracy video uses. Yeah, um, but can I Quote, can I. Uh, I need to break in here real Go quick. Ahead. I don't know if I've gone on this tangent. Yeah, please. Again, Eisenhower, the reason he didn't like the military industrial complex, the reason he didn't want to rely on using the military is because he wanted to use the CIA to do shit on the down low. Yes. He wasn't some anti-war 
hero that everybody makes him out to be. He wanted to do the most dastardly shit that people associate with the military industrial complex, which is the CIA doing black sites, doing shit undercover. So let's just calm down with all the Eisenhower love out there by you conspiracy theorists. If you can even call yourselves that didn't realize you were CIA apologists. I love it. So Sasha Stone is going off on a passionate rant to his interviewee, which is how you always want to do it. You want to preach at your person you're getting interviewed if you're making movies yes. as a filmmaker, a documentary filmmaker. Yep. So he is going off in a passionate rant to his interviewee, Mark Steele, about how wireless radiation eviscerates our microbial DNA. Oh. And even though there's no evidence that 5G destroys human DNA, we are mostly made of microbial DNA. Quote, we're talking about a takedown of the operating system of human beings. I, that is what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. See, this would get Forrest really upset. The microbial DNA. I know. Like, the, I was like the microbiome exactly. is under attack. He might he might switch <laughs> on us. Forrest, and yeah. he might become an anti-5G uh, uh, activist. We oh better uh, watch out. We better uh, keep an eye on him. Better check on him. Yeah. So a little over halfway through, we take a little chemtrail conspiracy theory interlude, which was a nice break from all the nosebleeds and wireless radiation congressional committees. Sasha Stone explains succinctly, quote, we've had these nanoparticulates raining down on humanity for years now impregnating our bodies by best accounts staying inside our bodies. Those nanoparticulates are building up a kind of phosphorescence glow capability so that we can be flagged up in our homes, behind concrete and steel, inside bunkers, in the basement. It doesn't matter where you are. The 5G will now be able to triangulate, map, and read you because you as a living being are impregnated with these nanoparticulates, which are acting as a kind of transmission and a reception technology. Though I guess this was a question because Mark Steele responds with, that's exactly, absolutely, exactly, absolutely, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> absolutely, exactly. I didn't even know it was a question. Okay. I don't even know what that was. I think things are repeated about three times. Wow. Now. So I, so uh, the I, I, the first thing I wanted to mention here is that so we're being just impregnated with nanoparticulates, <laughs> and yet those aren't yes. enough to give us nosebleeds. We're literally just sucking this shit up <laughs> through our nose, and that's not. That's not affecting our sinuses, but somehow my cell phone is okay, whatever. Um, but so I just love that. Basically, they want to find us. Yeah, they want to know, okay, you know, where's Dylan at? Okay, Dylan's up in his office, in his closet, <laughs> recording a podcast. Like, that's the dastardly yeah. scheme at the end of all this is yeah. to know that I'm home. Right. I feel there's much easier ways to find this information out is all I'm going to say. Oh, by the way, in this video, we learned that, quote, DNA also works as a fractal antenna, which is able to send and receive and also to process signals under the form of radio frequencies. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, tr true. So that's very absolutely <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and someone said that and I don't remember who it was and doesn't even matter. Barry Trower, a Royal Navy microwave expert, says, quote, I think anyone who puts Wi-Fi into a school should be locked up for the rest of their life. Ooh. They are not fit to walk on the surface of this planet. Oh. Wow. They're fit to walk under the surface, though, which I think they can move into caves, which is fine. Yeah, I, just not I think, surface. um, uh, what's his name? H.G. Wells's uh, The Time Machine, mm -hmm. uh, where you've got the people who live oh, yeah. under the planet. I think yeah, that's the, the Morlocks. Where they were the ones who put the, fi the uh, 5G Wi-Fi in the schools. 
There's a fun clip from RT with the tagline, quote, Some in science community warn of EMF effects of 5G network. Which, you know, I appreciate it. Thank you for warning of impending dangers to the U.S., Russia today. Yeah, That's thank really you. Nice of them. So we get more about how 5G is destroying sperm. Thank goodness. Which I have to admit, which honestly, maybe it's nice. You know, we have 7.8 billion people. It's like, maybe we don't need more people being born. Just saying. Just yeah, there's a lot be. of there's like okay. tit like there's tit stuff there's sperm stuff there's all this like we're being impregnated right. by the chemtrails there's lots there's, of yeah. fuck imagery going on in this documentary yeah okay as some doctor is talking about bunk sperm we get a video clip of an iPhone laying on the concrete ringing with ants circling the phone but not coming near it because you know all that radiation oh so there's this yeah there's but there is. One crazy ant that does end up getting onto the phone. It's like walking all over. I guess he's just suicidal. I don't know. But it's like, okay, well, that one's fine, I guess. <laughs> See, that's the part of the video you edit. Again, that's like right. the ancient alien guy saying like, this yes. block is exactly degrees. a 90 degree angle. And then it's like, no, dude, you're wiggling the ruler. So we end this documentary with reasons why smart meters are evil. Also, 5G is killing all the bees, birds, and farmers, which Dylan already talked yeah, about. Yeah, we, so we know that. hornets and 5G. So I'll let this documentary filmmaker, Sasha Stone, play us out here. Quote, the takeaway is that 5G, the trillion dollar rollout of 5G by our friendly local government is definitely a weapon system masquerading as a modern efficiency technology. And Mark Steele responds with, quote, it most certainly is. It's economic terrorism. There is no value in killing off your own population and destroying your ability to grow food by killing off all your pollinators. And with that absolutely exactly true statement, we are done with our episode on 5G. So, Brent, what did you learn in today's episode? What most stuck out to you? I'll tell you, it's I remember when you were talking about writing this, how you were saying is there's so many things we could get into. It's like more than just 5G. It's just like, oh, your cell phone and this and that. It's just so many other things. I don't know. The thing that stood out to me was that it just... It's the fact that like all this stuff's happening and it's not even like implemented in some places. It's like, oh, okay. Well, it's I guess implemented 3G almost and 4G nowhere are, right now. Yeah. So it's like a conspiracy ahead of its time in a way. I don't know. It's weird. And I, I think that the other interesting part about it was the um, it causes so many things, like so many problems, like everything you can think of, you know, the DNA destruction is, yeah, you know, DNA at cellular level. Failure. Yeah. Failure. And that. Yeah, failure. Right. <laughs> in that order. I don't know. Don't, what did you what did you uh, most enjoy about this so, monstrosity of an episode? I mean, I, I think that part of it, I also enjoyed how it felt like there was a few different levels. Like one level was simply like, look, we have this hasn't been tested. Yeah. And if people are skeptical, this hasn't been tested. Then there's the level of this is causing cancer and nosebleeds. And then there's the level that this is somehow like a mind control government. Yeah. You know, Agenda 21, one world government type info war type thing. I think the one thing that I thought was really interesting, and this is something that I think is important when dealing with any of these conspiracy theories, where I think, you know, one thing we don't do is like actively like debunk any of this stuff just because that doesn't work. Yeah. Um, And that's, you know, that's not our audience. But I also think it's important that a lot of the complaints I've seen was about people not being informed Mm. about these things being put into their neighborhoods. That was a constant through line for all this kind of stuff. And I think one way to approach dealing with these types of conspiracies is to really kind of strengthen and make clear how local government works. Cause I've covered 
local government. I've covered the Flint Planning Commission and no one goes to those meetings. And I can basically guarantee that those folks in Long Island who were like not informed that their local building commission, their planning commission had a meeting about these towers that they just didn't go to. Right, right. Exactly. Um, you know, connecting people more with their local government, I think, is a much more useful strategy for combating this. Because I feel that distrust of government is what is like the seed that allows people to get sucked into the more insane yeah. parts of this whole thing. Um, yeah. The other thing I saw that was like super interesting about 5G is that actually sounds pretty cool because it looks like 5G is actually going to be able to compete with Cox and Comcast and the mm. typical ISPs. Oh, interesting. Because um, it's going to finally be fast enough yeah. uh, to kind of, you know, allow you to stream at those at comparable speeds. And so I was kind of reading that I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool yeah. that like, you know, instead of getting a router in your home, you'll just get a soup. You could get a super powerful kind of wireless hookup. So I was like, oh, actually, that's pretty cool. And, you know, like, uh, you know, as you said, I'll be able to download videos and get cancer uh, <laughs> faster than I've ever been able to before. Uh, so. I, I would say that those are kind of the main things that uh, you know got to me. And so on that note of downloading movies and getting <laughs> cancer, once again, we are done with our episode on 5G and we are done. Thank you for listening to this episode of None Dare Call It Ordinary. If you would also like to hear our weekly bonus episodes, just become a $5 a month patron over at patreon.com slash none dare call it ordinary. That is also where you'll find any blog posts, pictures, and news updates to go along with our regular series. And you don't even have to be a patron to get access to all that fun stuff. You can also reach us by email at none dare call it ordinary at gmail.com. Lastly, we ask for you to please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever your podcasts are served.